to the Revolutionary CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Lynch, wine lover, brand snob, proud boy mom, and Atlanta-based entrepreneur. When I was laid off from my dream marketing job at eight weeks pregnant, I knew I couldn't rely on corporations to provide me with a stable income. I launched my own business and hit six figures in my first full year. I want to help other female service-based entrepreneurs and coaches build and leverage their brand authority so they can confidently sell their services and programs at a premium price point to create a lasting legacy and generate independent wealth. Tune in every Wednesday for solo episodes and conversations with amazing self-made multi-six and seven-figure women all about marketing, sales, mindset, self-care, entrepreneurship, and motherhood to inspire you and give you actionable steps to successfully market and sell your high-ticket services and programs while having a life. Let's get into it. So today's episode is an important one that I've been dying to have because I want to talk about why it's actually a good thing to price yourself out of your old client's budgets. So I'll tell a little bit of a backstory about why this kind of came up for me. In 2019, that was the year I was accepting logo clients for like $150. And I had website clients that were paying me around $450. And yes, I said $450 for an entire website, not like a one pager, not a template. I was literally designing people's websites. This is also the year that I was a logo designer and a graphic designer. I was a website designer. I was a social media manager. I was a social media ads manager. I was literally doing all of the things. It was actually super duper easy for me to get clients, if you can imagine, because everyone was referring people to me because I was literally the cheap designer. In fact, someone called me affordable, which, you know, as a service provider, you don't want to be just called affordable. You want people to refer to you as excellent at your, you know, at what it is that you do. You want someone to say you have excellent customer service. You want people to say that you're easy to work with, but you don't want to just be called affordable because... If that's all people are coming to you for is because you're affordable, then that is going to bring you all sorts of headaches. <laughs> I really never had to market that business, though. But what I was getting is, first of all, I was stuck making less than $2,000 a month. Even though I was always booked and I was spending hours and hours working on client designs outside of my nine to five, which I still had. I really was stuck at making a maximum of $2,000 a month. And you, as you can see, if it was just a bunch of logo clients, I mean, I needed like 20 logo clients just to hit my income goals. It was pretty scary. And I'm not saying I wasn't grateful for the clients that I was receiving. Obviously, I was extremely grateful. And at the time when I was living in that moment, it didn't feel bad. I was actually super excited because what I felt like is that my business was becoming successful. Because if you don't know my story, and this podcast is still relatively new, I told the story really early on, like maybe episode one or two, or just even in the opening episode, that I really struggled to try to start a business in 2017. As a new mom, I was still nursing. My kid was less than one year old and my husband was a consultant at the time. So he was traveling. It was just really difficult for me to get used to the hormones and, you know, being a new mom and also kind of trying to come into my own as an entrepreneur. It was so hard that I ended up giving up. I stopped trying to run a business on the side and I just continued to work my nine to five. But after getting laid off for the second time, which was very frustrating, I realized that corporate wasn't something that I could rely on. I never had a hard time getting a marketing job. I was always a marketing manager or a marketing director. So it wasn't that I was having a hard time securing a job. It's that 
things would happen. Like the department would have issues because marketing is one of the first departments to get laid off or, you know, just things just never aligned. And I kept saying, I really want my business to work. So when I was getting these clients in 2019, even though they weren't paying me a lot, because honestly, they were paying what I was asking. I was so excited about it. And then I remember this one client that I kept getting kept needing all of these edits and a lot of time was spent on the phone talking with her. And I kept thinking about how much time this is taking, but the logo is 150 bucks, you know? And I started looking at all the other clients and I was saying, you know, these people have the most edits and here I am spending hours and hours and hours where I'm making like $5 an hour at the end of the day when I could have just charged what I wanted so that I would, I wouldn't feel as resentful toward those clients. And so I thought about that my loyal clients, my fear with increasing my prices, and it kind of came to fruition when I had one of them say something, which I'll highlight really quickly. But my fear with increasing my prices, which is what I started thinking about doing, was that my clients were no longer going to be able to work with me and who were they going to refer to me, right? And that fear kind of came to a head when I had one of my clients, I had designed her first website. She wanted a second website. And when I told her the price, the new price point, she was like shocked, like, oh my God, I can't believe your price has gone up. That's not what I was expecting. You know, I'm a loyal client. I should be grandfathered into your old pricing structure. And we did negotiate and I still gave her like a severe discount. Like I only increased it to like $700 for her, even though I was going to be increasing it significantly more. And I was so frustrated because I was like, I don't want to have these awkward conversations. But at the same time, I think I have to let go of the fact that I just can't work with my old clients. And I remember the kind of the thing, the straw that broke the camel's back, the thing that pushed me over the edge is, like I said, one of the, I mean, I talked about this in another episode, but one of the people who were referring so many people to me said that, oh, I told them that you were affordable. They don't have a really big budget. And every time she sent somebody to me, she kept saying, they don't have a big budget. They don't have a big budget. And I was thinking, why would you keep sending people to me who don't have a big budget? Is that what you think of me, that I am someone that's budget friendly? And if someone has the smallest budget humanly possible, that they should come to me. It's like it was as if my time wasn't valuable. And so I already told this story. I'm not going to dive into it again, but I did rebrand my entire business and I repriced everything. I added more value thinking of all the things that I felt like the clients that I did have were missing. And those became the things that were included in my package. Right. So. Again, one of the biggest things that I experienced is that when you're starting off your business undercharging in the first place before someone hires me and then I'm still undercharging when I started even increasing my prices, I realized that I really needed to work on my business pricing structure for profitability. This is when I started talking about profitability. This was early 2020. I kept saying, you know, I don't think a lot of business owners are thinking about profitability because I sure as hell wasn't. And if I'm not thinking about profitability, I wonder what other newer entrepreneurs are thinking. And I think it's just you're happy to be making money. You're happy to see people coming in consistently. And the fear is if you start to increase those prices, those people will stop coming. What we're not thinking, though, is if less people come, but every one person that converts is paying three, four, five times what the old people were paying, then it's actually okay if we get less leads. It's okay if we close less deals because we don't need as many as we needed when we were hustling at the lower price point. So some of the challenges that I want you to kind of focus on is thinking about 
who is it that you actually aspire to work with? What is the client that you actually aspire to be working with? And what do they need? Like, what is their big goal? And what do they need from you in order for them to achieve that goal? Your foundation for creating your offers needs to be, okay, who is my ideal client? What are their pain points? What are those pain points symptoms of? Like, what is the problem that they actually have? And then what is the best product that I can offer them based on my expertise that will solve that problem for them? And some of the biggest problems that you need to be solving, some of the biggest things that you need to be helping them to achieve if you want to charge high ticket or even premium is that your offer needs to be saving them a tremendous amount of time. It needs to be saving them a tremendous amount of money or it needs to be making them a lot of money by implementing the thing that you're doing. When you can give them that kind of transformation, those transformations actually make people more willing to pay you a higher price point. Now, of course, one of the things that I mentioned is that your your brand should reflect the value, right? That comes through your content, that comes to how you're positioning your brand. If you can position yourself in such a way where people actually see the value and you can speak about that value from their perspective, then they will, in fact, start thinking, okay, I need to be paying this. You will start attracting people who are at a higher caliber than your old clients. It's it's okay for you to price yourself out of their old your old clients budgets because at some point you do need to grow. And with growth comes a lot of letting go of things so that you can make room for new things, right? This episode of the Revolutionary CEO podcast is brought to you by my group coaching program, Revolutionary Brand. It's a transformational coaching program for service-based entrepreneurs and coaches who are ready to build and leverage brand visibility using video content to attract and enroll premium clients and sell your high ticket programs and services for $1,500 or more in the next 90 days without complicated marketing funnels or being great at sales. I created this program specifically because I know that you've probably been offering discounts to try to entice more clients to close. You're creating freebies and posting content so frequently, even though you don't have the time, you've been rebranding to try to make your business look better. You've been customizing your offers and lowering your prices and you're over all of that. This program was crafted to help you to repackage and relaunch your offers to only focus on one ideal client profile and one problem you can solve so you can confidently articulate your value and close sales needed to hit your monthly income goals. It's going to help you map out and plan all of your strategic video content. You'll need to lead your ideal clients from Googling their pain points to paying full price for your service. And you'll learn how to implement processes to strategically automate parts of your business and prepare it for scale and prerequisites to qualify leads that get you 90% of the way to the sale before your sales conversation even has to happen. So make sure you go to revolutionarybrand.co to submit your application and book your compatibility call. So when I go back to my challenge, I remember already having had like monthly contracts with repeat social media clients and design clients with new projects that I had already verbally agreed on. And I had to really get over the fear of telling like old clients my new prices. So when some of them would come back, I re- remember being so hesitant telling them the new price point. I was so afraid of what their responses would be. But after that first person just kind of said, I thought you would, you know, be grandfathering me into the old price. All I had to say was No. All I had to do was say, well, no, I can't do that. Maybe I can give you a loyalty discount of maybe 10, 20%, but it should have been 10 or 20% off of the brand new escalated price. And that's not what I did. And I want to help you to avoid that. So some of the lessons that I learned is that 
I had to accept the fact that there was going to be clients that I could no longer serve because I priced myself out of their range. And I had to learn that it's okay to lose clients at my old price to make, again, the room for new clients at the higher price point that I deserved. And that is aligned with the value that I was going to be offering through my program. It's also fine to decide that you no longer want to offer a service. I did a post the other day on Instagram talking about how I did a company update and I was like, you know, I don't think I'm going to be offering my mastermind as it is right now. So it won't be coming back for a second time this year. I'm going to probably rethink it and rethink the premise of it. And it's okay that I want to do that. And I'm also in the process of selling my home and I was about to launch a brand new offer. When you're launching a new offer, you actually need more time to kind of put that out there. And I was thinking about, of all of my offers, which one had the biggest impact? And the biggest impact is Revolutionary Brand because Revolutionary Brand clients, and I just started this program in December, these clients have been completely transformed. And I thought about what is it that's my goal in my business? This is what I want you to think too. What is your biggest goal in your business? What kind of impact do you want to make on people? And when you start to see people getting results from your offers, Are you then deciding to move forward and focus on the offers that make the biggest impact? Are you just keeping a bunch of offers around because they make you money? Because I can make a lot of money from a lot of random things. But if I'm looking deeply into the offers that have made the biggest impact, Revolutionary Brand is actually one of the biggest. It's one of the biggest because this is a stage of business that service providers and and coaches are in where they are really struggling to make their businesses profitable. They're so they don't have enough confidence in their offers because they've never learned to talk about them. They never learned to really vet those offers out. They never really understood deeply who their ideal clients were. They never really truly looked at the value of what it is that they're offering and their expertise and believed in that. No one helped them to see that. And Revolutionary brand is the kind of the kind of program that really helps you to come into yourself because it's all about authenticity and being who you are and marketing as you are marketing from your zone of genius and from where you are an expert and what feels aligned to you. And I think a lot of the other coaching programs out there are kind of trying to shape you into little versions of the coach. And that just doesn't work well. And I didn't want to be that kind of coach. And revolutionary brand is just so, so, so different. And I was like, why am I going to market something right now when people really need this other thing more? Yeah, it's going to be great to help people with my VIP day. My, P- my VIP day is amazing, but it's helping people who are already good. It's, it is. It's essentially making, it's taking, making like less time that the person has to think about their launch content, right? So I'm saving someone a lot of time. But the people who need the most help are the people who haven't even gotten to a place where they can invest in a service provider to do that work for them because they're not even selling their current offers at that profitable price point. And so, again, thinking about your offers, which one of your offers is having the biggest impact? Are you working with the most people that you can impact or are you, again, just selling stuff because it sells and that's what feels you know, I just want to sell just to make some money. Because for me, it was, I want to make money as a side effect of what I'm marketing, but I want to market the thing that's going to make the biggest impact for the most people. And I also want you to think about the fact that you're you're a CEO and CEOs have to make really tough decisions with people about like your boundaries and your decisions. So it's fine for you to decide that you no longer want to offer a service. It's fine for you to, to also decide that you no longer want to accept below market value prices for your services or your intellectual property. And you have to learn to be confident in those decisions and stick by them. You made them for a reason. 
at the beginning of revolutionary brand, I actually forced my clients to understand their target audience really deeply, really see the value of their offer to understand what's unique about them. And we do look at their framework, plan out their offer and how that framework actually builds into the end result that they're promising and why every single step is necessary. Every feature is necessary to hitting that goal. And then I have, I force them to look at how much time they're actually spending doing the service, doing the offer, communicating with their clients. Because when they look at it that deeply, it becomes easy to price for profitability. And it also becomes easy to talk about the offer because you now not only deeply understand the offer itself and the value that it has, but you deeply understand yourself. You start to have more confidence in yourself because you realize you really have been making a big impact. And I don't think most people are. And a lot of times they, they're not thinking about, let's look back at your previous clients and what results you've gotten for them and how soon did those results happen. I take them down such a big journey of essentially auditing the value that they've been putting out there. And that is what naturally drives confidence. And so this conversation was really important to have about why it's a good thing to price yourself out of your old clients' budgets is because you are not that person that you were when you first started out. You know, you are no longer in an employee mindset where you're just kind of doing the job and doing whatever anyone asks you. You're now doing what is best for people. When I first started being a designer, I was just designing what everyone asked me to do. I wasn't giving them my professional brand design opinion about what they should be doing to hit the goals that they had. But when I increased those prices and changed the value of what I was doing, I stepped into my brand strategist role and started actually educating them on what's going to take to get them to the end goal of attracting and converting clients from their website or from their branding. And what that meant is that we need to think deeply about who you're trying to attract and what needs to happen to your website or your brand for you to attract those people. When I started having those conversations, I did attract a higher quality client. And it's because they were not only paying a higher dollar amount, which makes people naturally pay more attention when you're making a big investment, when you're taking a financial risk, you're going to do typically the work it takes to make sure that that financial risk is worth the reward. You're going to do what it takes to get the return on your investment. So I started getting clients who actually wanted that feedback. They cared more. They weren't just trying to make things look pretty or make things look how they wanted. They wanted my professional opinion and they lent on me and trusted me to make the best design decisions for them. And now as a coach, it's the same thing. My clients are trusting my framework and following the process because they know that this is the best path to them actually achieving their financial goals, their confidence goals, their transformative, you know, life changing goals. This is what you need to be doing for yourself as well is stepping into the role of the CEO and deciding, look, this is uh, based on facts. This is how much I need to make. And if I'm being honest, my old clients can't afford that. And then release that, release that feeling of, well, what's going to happen to them? There are other people who are undercharging right now who will take them on. <laughs> and if it makes you feel better, refer them to someone else. It's okay. But there is this fear that there isn't going to be enough, like there isn't going to be enough clients for me if I change my price. I'm not going to make enough money. These are beliefs that you have put into your head out of fear. It's not ever based on facts. And I want you to stop letting those fears paralyze you. Because there is a fact, and if you look at the facts of how people are investing right now, 
there are factually proven things that you'll see other service provider in your industry actually charging significantly more than you. And they are, in fact, getting clients. So you are aware that it is possible to get people at that higher price point, right? And then it's also a fact that people have come to you and they believe in you. So people will continue to come to you and believe in you, even if you increase your prices. If you've already secured clients at the lower price point, then it is definitely a fact that you can continue to secure and attract clients. It doesn't matter the price. And a lot of you are so hung up on the price and the price isn't what matters. It's you. It's the offer. It's how you're talking about the offer. It's how they're relating to it. So stop worrying about how much people can afford or assuming what people can afford and start remembering the fact that you also need to be able to afford to live in your home. You have to eat. You have to run your business because you will no longer be able to impact anyone if you can't stay afloat. If you have to continue working two jobs, like your regular job and do your business because you can't afford to quit your job because you're underpricing, all you're doing is you're creating an unhealthy lifestyle. You're missing out on sleep. You're missing out on time with your family. You're missing out on time to do what it is that you want when really you could make exactly what you need to make, and then have even an abundance of time, right? So it's good to price yourself out of your old clients' budgets because your old clients are no longer your ideal clients. They're in the past. And we leave the past in the past and looking forward, we see a big vision of who it is that we want to work with and that's who we aim to work with. If you love this episode as much as I have, then subscribe to the Revolutionary CEO podcast on iTunes and leave me a review to let me know what you enjoyed the most. For premium pricing and branding tips and training, connect with me on Instagram. I'm at Atelier Letitia. That's A-T-E-L-I-E-R-L-A-T-E-S-H-A. And be sure to follow the podcast Instagram account at Revolutionary CEO to show my guests and me some love. Talk to you next week.